it's not starting. Welcome to the Laugh Support Podcast with your hosts, Michelle Van Dusen and June Colson, a couple of clean comedians here to support each other and others through comedy's wacky and winding roads. They'll talk about highs and lows and some traumatizing shows. So get ready, get set, let's go. All right, welcome to the Laugh Support Podcast, brought to you by the Hot Breath Comedy Network. I'm your host, June Colson, here with my amazing friend, Michelle Van Dusen, Michelle 1L Van Dusen. I love that we got ready to start and you your eyes were like the deer in the headlights and the, <laughs> it's not starting, and then it started, so... <laughs> Well, we're into like episode 4,620 and we still have zero <laughs> technology skills to even begin this thing Yay. correctly. So Michelle, how are you, sister? I'm I'm good now that it actually started and um, we're actually recording. So woohoo, it's a good day. It's a good day. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I, yeah. feel, I, I feel like uh, you do the technology end. Right. Like you, you play the stuff you, you've, you've done the stream yard thing and, and got it all set up. So as people like look at us, they would be like, oh, she's the smart one. But I think I'm genius because I, you didn't see my beer in the headlights. Look, I'm just like, oh, Michelle's going to do. Can she get it started? <laughs> I'm a good assistant manager. I'm just saying, I don't ever want to be the manager. I just, yeah. 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 Uh, all I wanted to say right now is thanks, Joel. Thanks for giving yes. us a heart attack every week. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Joel Byers. Joel Byers of the Hot Brick Comedy Network who inspired yep. this um, podcast. And and then it was like tumbleweeds. Just, just, he just rolled away just quietly. Yeah. Oh, Joel, come back. Help us, Joel. Come back. Okay. So yeah. today... This is yes. crazy. So we have a super cool person um, on Very. our podcast today. So cool that just a little bit ago, I, I hate that we don't have the audio. The Blue Angels actually flew over your home. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Right before we started this podcast. How did you work that out, Michelle? How did you make that happen? It's called timing. Um, mm. Yeah, that's mm. what it is. No, actually, uh, every day, I think, and I don't want to say Blue Angels. Um, actually, there they go again. Uh, it's <gasps> So I heard it. I heard it. We've got airplanes just um just flying over. Mm-hmm. So yay! Mm-hmm. So if you hear that in the background, it's not me. It's not the dog. It's nothing else in the house. It's actually outside, and I can't muffle them. I tried. Hmm. It's the so. additional sound effects that you get at Laugh Support for free. It's just a bonus. You're going to hear airplanes and also my little fat puggle. Every once in a while, if we're all really quiet, you can hear him snore. It's beautiful. And possibly we might hear some little children today too. Yes, it's very yeah. possible. So it's exciting. Yeah. This is exciting. Yeah. So tell us about our guest. Who we got on today? I'm super excited. All right. So today we have a school teacher, a cartoonist, and a comedian. No, that's not three people. That is one. And uh, his dry bar special should be released sometime this summer. So make sure you're looking for that. Let's welcome from Alabama. Clayburn Cox. Woo! <gasps> All right. right. You did That's it. Hey, Clayburn. She said Clayburn, which I'm so proud because typically we practice, we practice, we practice. And then as soon as she announces who we're talking to, she says Clayburn Cox. <laughs> and I'm like, we practice, Michelle. <laughs> 
Yeah. Man, so excited uh. to have you on here today, Claiborne. Now, I know uh, Michelle knows you a little bit better than I do um, because, you know, I, I just really uh, joined and, and became a part of the Christian Comedy Association. 2017 was the first time I went and didn't really talk to anybody. I was kind of freaked out. And then 2018 was my first time on stage and I was just kind of getting to know people and names. And um, your name was definitely somebody uh, that people just had a lot of respect for. And, um, I, you know, when I heard yeah. people talk about you, it was always just a such a kind spirit. Now, I, I've only talked to you once. I met you at the registration table, but I actually had like a long conversation with your wife and um, she's adorable and super funny. So, I mean, I'm sure you're okay, but she's pretty great, right? <laughs> your wife, I thought she was pretty she's awesome. Great. Yesterday yeah. in the kitchen, she said something, I don't remember what, and it was followed by, I'm a funny person. She said that twice, out loud, <laughs> verbatim, I'm a funny person, and she is. She's a funny yeah. person. Yeah, that sounds like like my uh, my teenage son. He's like, Mom, if you have to say you're cool, you're not cool. <laughs> but I might try that on stage next. Like After I do a joke and it doesn't work, I'll just be like, I'm a funny person. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ripley, I'm a funny person. <laughs> That's going to be like, you're going to be held. What? <laughs> let me know how it goes. If you try that on okay. stage, let me, let me know how it goes for you. It's worth a shot. It's worth a shot. Well, Michelle, let's bounce in here with some questions. It's laugh support. What do we want to know from uh, from our friend Claiborne Cox? Well, a couple of things. First, I want to know, when did you start uh, your comedy career? And how did you know, like, yeah, this is something I want to do. I think I'm funny. Like, was there someone along your path that you're like, dude, you got to do it? Or, um, you know, like that kind of a thing. Or quit being a, you know, a class clown. Or, you know, like, how did you start? Right. Um, mine was certainly a, um, a gradual transition, which I, I think it is for a lot of people. Some people it's a clean break. They just start comedy and, you know, they know the day and point in time when it happened. Mine, uh, almost like, uh, you know, the, the dawn comes and then a little light and then the sun, it, 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 there's a transition. So I can't tell you the, the day and time that I became a comedian, but, um, I do know that in uh, fifth grade, I was voted as class clown and something else. And the teacher only wanted each student to have one thing. So she took away from me class clown and gave it to someone else and let me have oh. the other one. And I was very disappointed. I wanted to be class clown and I was voted class clown, you know? So, um, I mean, fast forward to becoming a teacher and I, I would tell a story of the day to the students and um, they liked that better than they liked my teaching. And so that was, <laughs> you know, so uh, I started doing these little um, almost like one man show um, story time coffee shop things and uh, just would tell stories and uh, tell them at parties and things like that. And um, eventually, I, I guess that in watching Bananas, uh, you remember old, the old TV show Bananas, Michelle? Mm -hmm. that, yes. That was a big spark into uh, converting from just being a storyteller to, uh, hey, let's make this a thing. Let's try to make this something. And my wife, to a, um, she just worked for a pregnancy crisis center, and she met Gordon Douglas, who who does events for that type of thing. And I had a conversation with him, and that was a, a pretty good mark of uh, kind of switching over from just telling funny stories to 
uh, hey, maybe this could be official. <laughs> so, oh, nice. Um, so you said that you met, you met Gordon Douglas and he was an influence in and actually kind of a prompter for you. Now I know Gordon. Uh, at some point, we're going to en end up interviewing him also. Yes. But he has this book of comedy of his career. Are you in his book? That's what I want to know. Do you know? N not to my knowledge. I I have influenced him far less than he has influenced me. I, I think he did like a small sliver on one of his old DVDs, just a, a little cut on that, mm -hmm. but his book, I, I doubt it. I have not. Okay. Poured in so you need to next time, since you're a cartoonist, what you need to do is next time that you see him and he has that book out and he's showing people just, just doodle, just doodle yourself in there. Cause that's what I did. So I'm in there only because I wrote my name in there and, and made a little smiley face. So you need to totally do that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And as far as somebody like, uh, you know, the podcast is called laugh support. Um, as far as Christian comedy goes, man, you couldn't find a better person to be supportive yeah. and, and for God to place someone like Gordon Douglas Gordon, in yeah. your path. I know that book because it was, it was funny. My first CCA, I remember him being one of the first people who were just kind and spoke to me. And and I really, Claiborne, like my story is that I, I was, you know, I, God just said, go to Nashville. And I was completely freaked out. So I was trying not to talk to anybody. I just thought I'll do this and I'll go away and we'll pretend mm -hmm. it never happened. But there were people like Gordon that um, that said, here, let, let me show you my book. And he flipped through the pages and, you know, and a little bit later, somebody was like, you met Gordon? And I was like, yeah. And they said, You've probably seen the book. <laughs> I, like, I have, I have, because that's you know that's his thing. But so yeah, so your wife was you know in, in this situation, and and then God was able to to place Gordon in her life and and onto yours. That's that's pretty fantastic. As far as um, comedy goes, and as far as laugh support, it sounds like your wife has been pretty supportive. Then she's she's a winner. You know, she watches the kids. Um, when I'm away and, uh, you know, honestly is she's not a huge fan of um, being alone at night and she puts mm -hmm. up with, it, you know, and things like that. So she's, she's a winner and a funny person and encourages me to uh, come up with new material, which is honestly not my favorite thing to do. Mm -hmm. And so uh, she's a champ. So you said that you like, um, you like telling stories and mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't want to come up with new material. Um, where do you get your material from? Like, are you, do you do observational comedy? Are you just doing situational? Or are you just strictly like, oh yeah, my grandpa told me this one time. Um, sorry, my kids picked in. Um, a, a little of this, a little of that, just uh, from my children, from the uh, students at the high school, from um, just life experiences, things like that. I, I think the same as anybody else, like, you know, I don't want to compartmentalize and only draw material from one thing. If something's funny, it's funny. And uh, humor crosses boundaries and borders, I think. And so if something will make somebody laugh out loud, you know, that's what we write down, right? Whether it's in one of our com primary compartments or not. So, yeah. Um, and I, you know, you're a cartoonist. And so I want to show one of the cartoons that, um, that you've done because and I want to kind of know the story behind how Uncle Randy got started. And, um, you know, is this is Uncle Randy based off of um, somebody in your life? Uh, yes and no. Um, so I, I wanted to be a cartoonist 
maybe before I wanted to be a comedian as a kid. And I actually did that in college and tried to do it professionally right out of college and it didn't work out. And so years went by um, without being a cartoonist. And then uh, after being a comedian for about, you know, 11 years that dawned on me, I've got jokes now that I never had before. And better than that, like all my friends have better jokes than I have. And so like you, Michelle, you've been in one, you sent a second. I, I just haven't made a new one in a while. We had a baby. And uh, so you mm. sent a, a good joke. But um, so between myself and, and my buddies like you, Michelle, um, the material just is endless. Right. And so mm -hmm. yeah. um, the the character, uh, my dad passed away a few years ago and he was always the favorite uncle of, of my family. And they always called him Uncle Randy. And so that's where the name came from. Mm. And his appearance somewhat loosely is based on my dad um, mm -hmm. personality wise, not so much, mostly in, in name and, and visuals only, if that makes sense. The jokes are just representative of funny friends, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so have you ever used uncle Randy on stage? Like, has it, was it ever a character that you started there and then put down on paper or did you start it on paper and you've, only keep them on paper. And some of the jokes that you put, do you find that um, they only work as a cartoon versus from the stage? There, there have been one or two like that, that, uh, yeah, that, that work in print. And uh, I'm almost afraid to try them in person. Like there's one that actually has two characters. There's a, a setup character and a delivery character. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a small relationship between the two. And so, yeah, it would never work on stage unless, um, unless I broke out into two characters on stage or something, you know? So, um, yeah, I have not tried to utilize him on stage. Um, it's really more so the other, uh, we pour into uncle Randy and he is our mouthpiece. We as comedians, you know, he, he's really just a liner guy. He didn't have a lot of space as a one panel cartoon, you know? And so, um, he just cracks jokes mostly. Yeah. <laughs> now you teach, how long have you been teaching Claiborne? I uh, just finished my 18th year. Wow. wow. 18 years. So obviously your kids, our kids try to find, uh, yeah, I worked for, or I, I taught for seven years and, uh, <laughs> the students were always <laughs> extremely interested in just your life, like who we are as human beings outside, of, and, and, and you're on the high school level. Is that correct? You teach in high school at a high school level, high school. And sometimes they're a little too interested. Let's, uh, let's yes. be honest. <laughs> yes. Yes. So what is the, uh, as far as laugh support goes, students supportive typically? Um, I think my, I know that my students always thought it was just really neat or they would want to be like, where'd you, you know, where did you go this week? Or, but, and it was always like, do you know this comedian? They didn't care about me. They just want to know what, you know, real comedians <laughs> that I, <laughs> I knew, but ha like, as far as your students go, what's, what's that kind of vibe with the, with the kiddos? They they do like it. Um, and sometimes they make some really cool posters for upcoming shows and things like that. And of course, oh, yeah. it's voluntary. They, they don't have to do that. And occasionally I'll treat them to maybe a, a T-shirt if they if they choose to do that. But um, uh, yeah, they're they're nice. You know, the pressure that comes along with it is pretty high. Like um, I imagine if someone were only a full time comedian, I mean, they can swoop into a town and be hilarious for an hour and then leave. And it's like, well, I've seen this person for one hour. They were hilarious for one hour. 
they have to be hilarious all the time because the sample size I've seen was 100% pure funny. The teenagers know better, right? They know yeah. I'm a comedian, but they also know like we see this guy all the time and he's not always mm. funny. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or the flip side, like, yeah, I mean, that was a little funny, but that's not like stage funny. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got constant critics of your, your material every single day. But then I think sometimes it is nice to be around people who are like, meh, you know, like you don't have to be funny all the time because we, you, right. you, you have a job to do now. Um, I don't think we mentioned what, what exactly do you teach? Cause you mentioned that they do the posters uh, sometimes cause that's it's fun for them. What uh, what do you teach? I teach graphic design, and so uh, they they use Photoshop to make me look like an idiot a lot, and uh, and they're really good Aww. at it. So <laughs> it's fun, you know. But the flip side is because it's such a social class um, that we we get to have banter all the time, and I feel yeah. like that has been one thing that maybe the Lord has just uh, given me to help sharpen that particular skill, like crowd work mm -hmm. and things like that. I love mm -hmm. I love. Yeah. Is uh, in in the day job, there's constant heckling, you yes. know, and uh, yes. <laughs> the show, I, I used to be afraid of hecklers. Like they're very, very welcome now. And typically, you know how it is. They're not usually trying to be mean. They they usually just want to be a part of the show. You know, yeah. they're usually not saying something mean unless it's a little jab, just because like, hey, I like what's going on and I want to be a part of it. And so they they try to insert themselves into it. And uh, yes. Become very, very welcome. So my my, I have a a seventeen year old, and he took he had to take uh, graphic design, and he was learning Photoshop a couple of years ago. And the boys basically in their projects would try to sneak in their friends' mothers' faces. <laughs> on all of their projects. So like my kid came home and there's like, you know, a beach scene or whatever. And there's like a lady on a float in the back and there's my big fat head on this <laughs> random person's body, you know? And so there would be like somebody's mother peeking out of the bushes or whatever. And the, and the teacher wasn't really paying that much attention, but I like, I got to see all of these. It was the funniest thing. Oh my gosh. And I, I would be like, okay, whose mom is in the, you know, so I'd have to look and try to find somebody's mother. <laughs> mother. Somebody I love mother. it. So uh, you mentioned um, learning how to do crowd work because you're a teacher and, and you, well, because you have, you're teaching high schoolers. Um, mm -hmm. I worked with elementary kids and, and they just believed all the lies I told them. Like they thought I was skinny. Like, oh, we love you. You know, they try to wrap. See, you're you're not fat. And they try to wrap their arms around. I'm like, yeah, just stop. Uh, <laughs> but um, was there any comedian? Because I know that you've worked with a lot of comedians. Um, was there any advice that they gave you to help um, fine tune your um, your comedy? Or are you just getting sharper because you're, you've been teaching these crazy teenagers? <laughs> Um, one that was very, very helpful was a guy named Steve Roy and, uh, he's not part of the CCA. Um, yeah. I don't know that he claims to be a, a, a believer, um, mm -hmm. but he has written a course and, uh, in the course, there are some parts that, that are a little crass. Um, but the content of the course is incredibly helpful to writing material. So anyway, I, I called Steve and we had a couple conversations and he gave some advice on the phone um, that drastically uh, changed my career. I'll tell you what he did. So you've seen you've seen my stuff before, Michelle. And I think, June, you may have seen a little bit of my. Mm -hmm. uh, a little bit, yeah. 
So, I mean, early on, within the first year, I talked to Steve on the phone and he, he had watched a little clip of mine. He said, let me tell you something, Claiborne. He said, the crowd, they want to laugh at what you're saying, but you're talking too quickly. And he said, you're, you're mm -hmm. stepping on your own uh, laughs. And so he said, just pause a minute and just look at them and give them, let it marinate for a minute so that they have the time to laugh. And when he said that, I, I think I took him maybe too extremely literal. And so I paused <laughs> and I looked at the audience too long for uh, and too seriously. And that has become part of the shtick for the course of the next 12 years because it, it became a joke in and of itself. Like, here's the joke. They'll laugh at the joke and then they'll laugh at the the dummy who's still up there just glaring at him. And so there's it, it always been a second laugh for multiple jokes for me. Eventually I kind of come out of the character to, to be able to fluidly converse and tell stories. But the first five minutes has always been that awkward, um, intentionally awkward based on what Steve Roy told me to do. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, um, he has the killer standup course, mm -hmm. right? Comedy course. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a really, really good course. And it is, you know, the language is crass because it's coming from Steve's voice and his point of view. Um, but it's, it's chock full of really great stuff. So that's, that's fantastic that he helped you. And mm -hmm. because of your awkward, long pause, you actually have a special named uh, something along those lines, right? What is that one? Long awkward pauses. Yeah. Marty Simpson named it. And I love the title. I wanted to name uh, my bar special that also you can't do that. You can't have two different specials called the same title, you know, but I liked it. Yeah. So much that I, I wish I had saved it for, for this. So, so what is, um, what is your dry bar specials name? It's called uh toothbrush prank war, which um, that particular bit, I, I think it, it went well. I felt good about it at dry bar. It wasn't the one that, it wasn't the bit that I thought went best, but I thought that it was the most compelling title um, that, you know, we're going for clicks. Right. And so I just mm -hmm. thought, well, that's something I would click to see myself. You know, I'd, I'd be interested in the title. So that's why we want that one. And it's going to be coming out sometime this summer, which, you know what, it might come out the exact same time as this podcast does. So <laughs> yes. you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to promote the dry bar. Yes. Yes. So, Hey, so Claiborne, so you've been, you've been at this for a while and we talked about some early on life support for you. Uh, have you found that you've been able to kind of uh, full circle, bring it back around and be able to be the life support for somebody else to, to be there for them as maybe they're jumping off and, and taking that leap of faith and, and taking their journey into comedy? You know, I, I guess time will tell the the fruit that comes of it. But occasionally, like earlier this week, I got an email from a guy in Tennessee who Christopher Sean Shaw, um, the guy from the, the church people movie, he had um, recommended uh, talking to me. He's thinking about uh, taking the leap and uh, just wanted, mm -hmm. you know, some conversation. So uh, whether or not that becomes a, a Gordon Douglas situation, who can say, but um, there have been conversations like that one sporadically, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely know uh, who uh, Christopher is and, and yeah, the, the church people watch that Thor Ramsey. That's another somebody from the, uh, the CCA area. And, and that's cool that it, and it also, it says a lot about you when um, someone feels like they could be comfortable enough to reach out and just be like, Hey, you know, this is where I'm at because 
if you're not putting out that kind of open, you know, I mean, obviously you can't have everybody on the planet who wants to be a comedian message you, but clearly there was something about you that made him feel comfortable enough to, uh, to be able to reach out and, and talk to you. Michelle was my, she was my person. That's how we ended up together on this podcast, right? Van Dusen. Yes, that's exactly yeah. how it happened. <laughs> she was <laughs> nagging me and yes, nagging yep. me and nag. But you know what? If you do want to reach out to, to Claiborne, um, look, you can go to his website right there, right? ClaiborneCoxComedy.com. You yeah. can go check him out there and just, you know, just, you know nag him and nag, no. uh, <laughs> or no. you can follow him on his social media kind of stuff and also check out the Uncle Randy cartoon. Where is that? That's in, just in Alabama or is it in newspapers all across the world? At this point, it's, it's been local stuff. You know, if, if it expands, great. If it doesn't, it's been a fun ride anyway. So... Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but just go ahead and nag Claiborne. No. <laughs> no. Now, do you, um, uh, what was my, oh, so I know that you're a father and you have some, uh, is it all daughters that you have? Yeah. Three girls. Oh, yes. Now, do they think you're funny? Because I know my kids, they're like, that's not funny. And actually, now that my kids are grown adult men, um, if I say something, you know, like a dad joke, but it'd be, you know, a mom joke, I guess. Um, and they just go, oh, and then they leave, which is wonderful. Like, that's how I clean up my house now. You know, if they're like staying too long, eating too much food, I'm like, um, so have you heard? And then like <laughs> out the door, I'm like, yes. <laughs> so are your, are your, um, are your girls supportive of what you do? Very much so. They are, um, they're still small now. They're 11, 9, and 14 months. And so mm. they're still at the age where um, they think it's cool. So yesterday when my wife did say, I'm a funny person, uh, my nine-year-old said, <laughs> well, dad's a comedian, you know? And so <laughs> yeah. uh, but they, they want to be a part of shows and occasionally we can sneak them in there and let them do a little joke or two. And when they when they do, they kind of steal the show. So mm. now with all girls, like I have all boys, Michelle, you have three boys. Did you four. get the same or four? Sorry. You got you have four boys. <laughs> well, like in my house, I have 47 boys. Like yeah. last night there was at least 11 teenage boys in the swimming pool and we had to buy five pizzas and we just raised the whole neighborhood, but we would get, well, don't you want to try for a girl? Do, do you ever get that with the girls? Like, don't you want to try for a boy? As if, as if there's some, you know, like, like no, no, it's, that's not how it works. I'm not sure how it works in other people's world. Did you ever get that, Claiborne, with the three girls? Uh, little, if any. You know, once you have one 11, nine paws and 14 months old, at that point, it's just like, really? Like, that, like already mm. you're, you're doing another one, you know? And so, um, I, People at this point, I don't think they assume we're going to have any. I'm already going to be the old dad. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> uh, old grows up. I'm not have you heard be- of Rick Roberts? Oh, I'm sorry. Go. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you said, you know, you have the first two and then pause. pause so so is your is your third child named Lap Long Awkward Pause? No. <laughs> it's Punchline. Her name is Punchline. Punchline. So, uh, <laughs> When, uh, no, it's, it's, uh, sweet little Kayla Jane crazy about that girl, but it's surreal, you know, like I'll take my, my nine-year-old to a third grade event or whatever. And, uh, just thinking I will be back here eight years from now, eight years oh, from now, yeah, wow. you know, so. 
Well, the material is endless. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll push her wheelchair and she'll have your oxygen bottle and, and you and your wife will bring your child in. The, <laughs> oh, With the teacher no. conference, you're like, eh? Eh? Yeah, she's doing great. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, great, yeah, new material. The, yes, there it is. That's what I'm saying. It just keeps going. Uh, we <laughs> so appreciate. I know you got a lot going on, and and uh, today you're telling us you're helping prep for VBS, and and oh man, isn't it awesome that the VBS is happening this summer? So much was you know oh, yeah. lost for our, for our babies last year. So what a blessing to be able to do that. We want to let you get back to that. We see ClaybourneCoxComedy.com if people want to reach out to you. Is there anything you want to promote or anything else um, that, you know, any other websites that you would like to tell us about where they can reach you? Yeah, so a new uh, a new thing that's coming up um, locally down here in the southeast. And if anyone's interested in having a show, I'd, I'd love to hear from them. Um, uh, Juan DeVivo from uh, Casting Crowns. He's a guitarist. I don't know if you've got, mm-hmm. you guys have met him or not. He um, has started doing comedy. And he's starting this cool thing. It's called dirigible anvil comedy. And a dirigible is like a small blimp. It's constantly moving. Mm-hmm. And anvil is very stable. And so his idea is it's like a stable comedy club, but it's constantly moving. Like the, the essence of it is stable in that it's the same feel, the same host, the, the same type of thing, but at, at various venues. And so mm-hmm. it's a comedy club. A dirigible anvil comedy that's on social media and um, we're trying to get some things going there. And uh, uh, just a quick shout out to Sam Beeman. He was always um, a, a big asset mm. in the career down here in the Southeast. He would get together shows. Um, he has connections that I don't have. And we've done many, many shows together. And that was always um, a, a good help uh, to me. So shout out to Sam. We love Sam Beaven. Sam! Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Another person that it's a fantastic, kind, approachable, wonderful human being that, uh, yeah, that we're we're blessed to be able to know, right? Well, man, Michelle, this has been fun, hasn't it? Yes, yes. Claiborne, thank you so much for your time and, um, you know, in your busy schedule that you just fit us in. I really appreciate it because, like, I messaged you last night, like, hey, you want to do the podcast tomorrow? You're like, okay. And then I sent you a link that didn't even work. Like, yay. This is how we, so, this is how we do it. Yeah. Well, so thank thank I do appreciate it. All right. Well, guys, I think that's it for um, this episode, right? It's been, it's been super fun for Laugh Support. I am June Colson. I'm Michelle Van Dusen. And this has been another episode of Laugh Support. You add Support. words every time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it one of these days. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>